reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Lift your hands and just thank God this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Let's thank Him for the privilege to be in His house. For the privilege to be in His presence. Let's thank Him. Thank you, Lord. Let's thank Him. He's done great things. He's done awesome Wherever you are, there is something you can thank God for. There is something He has done for you. You can say thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For all the wonderful things you do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. You may please be seated. Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5, verse 21. And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him and Methuselah lived an hundred eighty and seven years and begat Lamech and Methuselah lived after he begat Lamech 780 
and two years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. Hallelujah. Amen. In this portion of scripture, the Bible talks about two people. Two people. One was a father, the other was a son. The father was Enoch. Enoch. And he lived for just 365 years. I say just because when you compare his age to his son, his son lived far longer. But we see something more than just giving birth to children. The Bible says in verse 24 that in fact you see it in verse 22 that Enoch walked with God and you see it again in verse 24 the same statement and Enoch walked with God Now, when you come to his son, he was not different from a rabbit. He was not different from a cow or a cat, which also lives and gives birth. In that sense, Enoch was also not very different from a cow. Mm. Or a rabbit. In fact, in that case, then all of us are not different from the goats in our homes. All of us are not different from the sheep and the cows we see around. That's true. There are a lot of cows just by the church here. Hmm. Because the cows also give birth to sons and daughters. Wow. But ladies and gentlemen, our lives ought to yield more than just giving birth to sons and daughters. There must be more to our lives than just marrying and giving birth to children. And this is what we are going to do this morning. We see Something in Enoch that you don't find in his son. Even though his son lived more than twice. I mean, he lived for um, verse, verse 27. What was his age? 969 years. That is oh, I mean, close to a thousand years. You wonder whether it's a tree or a stone or a river. A human being. A man who lives for a thousand years, thousand nine hundred and sixty-nine, and all he came to do was just to compete with the rabbits and the goats and the sheep. That's what he came to do. 
He did what the cows were doing. He just came and gave birth. But I believe that your life is more, should be more than just giving birth to human beings. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. There is even spiritual birth that must come from you. Wow. You must give birth to spiritual things. Teach. There should be things that come out of your life that are spiritual. Your aim in life must not just be to marry one day, have a wedding one day, a wedding where everybody attends, and then uh, a wedding which everybody attends, and then you have children. But the Bible says, in this just this very very short um, stretch of verses, Enoch walked with God. He walked. We with don't God. see that about Methuselah. Teach. We don't see that about Methuselah. Teach. And no wonder we don't see. In fact, Enoch walked with God. The Bible says, and he was not. And he was not. For God took him. He just vanished. Just like that. He was around and he just vanished. There's no place you can find Enoch's tomb. There's no place you can find. uh, I mean, there's no cemetery which... He just, he just disappeared. He just disappeared. Wow. He was so much in tune with God that he was like Jesus Christ who also just disappeared. The disciples happened to be there when he was leaving. He just, he just, he just, he just left like a balloon. He just left. The closer to you are to God, the more spiritual you are, the more spiritual, the, the, the more of God you have in you, the more your life differs from the people around you. Teach. The closer you are to God, the more your life differs from the people around you. When others are being buried, you are disappearing. Amen. When others are being crushed under the weight of sin and evil, you are living buoyant. Wow. Rising above evil. When all the girls are fornicating, because you walk with God, you don't even understand that type of problem. Yes, you you don't know what they are talking about. It's as if you don't even live on this earth. When people are describing certain problems, you don't even understand what I mean. What do you mean by boys are chasing you? Hey. Meanwhile, you are even more beautiful than the girls that boys are chasing. Hey. That on a normal day, you should be the one every man, every MD, every CEO is chasing. But you don't understand because you, you are so close to God that certain things that mm. are normal are not found in your life. You are teaching. And he was not. not. When all of us are dying and are being buried, Enoch vanished. That is, your life becomes very different. Teach me. If you are a businessman, your business becomes very different. Teach me. If you are a student, your, your, your academic life becomes different. When you marry, your marriage becomes different. When you are close to God, I'm telling you that you 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 almost you almost appear to be unreal. Wow. When people are describing certain problems in their marriage, 
you cannot relate with it because you, <laughs> you don't have it in your house. This is nice. No matter how much you try to see evil, you can't find evil in your house. You can't find it. When people's children are on pornography, are on drugs, when young boys and girls are hooked on their phone, constantly downloading pornography and doing all kinds of things, your children are not living that way. It's, it's like, are you with us on earth? I'm, I'm with you on earth. I don't understand what you're talking about. He was not. He was not. It will amaze you how different your own life would be if you would just draw close to God. And I don't mean if you would just sing in a choir. Mm. I don't mean if you would just dance in the church. Mm. I don't mean if you will even do outreach. Thank you. Your personal relationship with God. If you would just be close to God. Your life would be different. So the man who lived close to 1,000 years, he died. Just like all, all other men die. And the one who lived for just 300 and something years, he just vanished. May your life be different. You Amen. See, I'm not talking about sitting in church. I'm talking about walking with God. You are teaching. When we see your life, we should see somebody who is walking with God. Your fear of God. Your fear of the word of God, your values, your choices, we should see. And I'm saying it again, that the closer you are to God, the more different your life is from the lives around you. But what happens is that for most of us, what we call walking with God is just attending church on Sunday morning. Which church armed robbers and prostitutes and thieves armed robbers come to give tithes of the things they have stolen. True. Prostitutes come to church to give offerings and to thank God that nobody died on the job. Wow. So when your Christian life it's just a life of just attending church. When you close from church, the next place you go is is is, is to go to a betting shop. Mm. From church, you are going to bet. Hey. From church, you are going to hang out with your friends who don't go to church. That's not working with God. Attending church is not working with God. Attending church is just a manifestation. Of a bigger picture of your life. Teach me. Attending church cannot. 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 Enoch walked with God. We are going to pray this morning. Just one prayer. Lord. Help me to walk with you. Yes. Of course, if you walk with God, if you love somebody, you want, I mean, there's nobody you can claim you love that you have not been to his house. Teach me. You can't. You, I mean, then the friendship is at a certain level. I mean, real parties, real friendship 
You will go to the person's house. Your parents will know you. The parents will not mind that you are even sleeping in his house or he's in your house. It's like you are, you are in somebody's house. A person you love, you will naturally love his house. Naturally. So being in church is just an expression of a bigger picture of your love for God. And wow. Enoch walked with God. We are going to pray this morning that God will help us to walk with him. To walk with him. Walking with God means taking steps with God. If I'm walking with Francis, it means I'm walking with him. I'm moving in the direction he's moving. Walking with him. I can't be going east and Francis is going west and I'll say I'm walking with him. It's not possible. You walk with God means you are, you are, you, you are with him. Your steps, your actions. And, that, and where is God? In the beginning was the word in your hand. And that word was God. God if you are looking for God, if you want to walk with God, then it is the Bible, the word of God. How much of the word of God controls your life? Mm. What are the things you do, you do because of the word? We are going to pray that God will grant us the grace not to be like Methuselah. To just live a long life. A long life. Not different from the life of rabbits and goats. Enoch also gave birth. But in addition to giving birth. He walked with God. Shall we rise to our feet? Hmm. Help me, Lord. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because He first.
Lift your two hands and begin to pray that you will walk with God. You will walk with the word of God. The steps you take. The things you do. Yes. Pray that you walk with God. You walk with this word. You will be like Enoch. Different from all the people around you. That your Christian life will not be reduced to just attending church. But day by day, your spiritual life will reflect the life of a person walking with God. Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray. Pray. I love Jesus. I want to walk with you. Oh, yes, Lord. I want to walk with you. 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 I want to serve you. I want to do your will. I want to walk in your way. Pray. Want to walk with you. Want to walk with you. Enoch walked with God and he was different. Enoch walked with God and he was different. Enoch walked with God and he was different. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pray, 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 Rekasamayanda <speaking in Spanish> 
want to walk with you lift your hands and pray lord i want to walk with you pray open your mouth i want to walk with you i want to walk with you not just attend church want to walk with you not just attend church day by day hour after hour minute by the minute i want to walk with you per second per second yes lord the second the second the second the second the I want to ask us to pray committing our lives or not just committing, sorry submitting our lives to the word of God even when it does not make sense us even when it does not make sense peter was a fisherman Mm. and he knew how to fish there was a time to fish the bible says he toiled all night and most fishermen go to sea in the night there's a there's a time to catch fish but then comes a carpenter. A carpenter. A known carpenter in town. In the morning. And instructs the professional fisherman hey, to cast his net somewhere. But Peter could have just asked him one question. Just one question. When was the last time you went fishing? Teaching. Just when? One question could have just made nonsense of Jesus' input. Mm. Are you not a main carpenter in Nazareth? Since when did you become a fisherman? When? Mm. And he told Jesus... He told him one reason why what he's saying doesn't make sense. That we have toiled. Where you say we should put the net there. We have been there already all night. And there's no fish here. And for many of us, that is where we end. Our relationship with God, our obedience to the word of God ends after analysis. Wow. When you analyze, many of us, we do the things we do even for God because they fit our analysis. Wow. Yes. You see someone doing something nice, giving something to God, serving God, because when a person analyzes, it, it, it makes sense. Hey, it makes sense. It 
makes sense. You see somebody in church because it makes sense to come to church because the business partner he's meeting, the meeting is at 1.30. So if the service, like now, our services are going to be shorter and we are going to have lay schools and so on. So if the service ends around 11 o'clock, then it's from here to Adabraka. Wow. He means meet the person. But if the meeting with the business partner was on Sunday, 10 a.m., mm. he won't come to church. You are teaching. He won't come to church. He will, he will not come. Most of us, what we do, we, we do what we do because when we analyze, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yes. If it doesn't make sense, it ends there. Yes. When you've listened to people's voices and your brain has been polluted, your spirit has been polluted about the church you are in, mm. about the pastor over your life, mm. about the friends you have, when your mind has been polluted, when you stand in the church, anything that happens, your, 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 your analysis is, is, is poisoned. Teach it, Bishop. It's poisoned. Hmm. And we just watch you. Poison. Wow. But there are some people when they analyze and it doesn't make sense. Simply because they are committed to the word of God. They obey God. Whether it makes sense or it doesn't make sense. Mm. They continue. Their work with God does not end at the level of their analysis. But at the level of the, of the word of God obedience to the word of God they obey anytime Abraham, Job, Jacob all oh. a 90 something year old man who by the grace of God was able to have an erection hey. but it was a miracle that day how he managed to have an erection a miracle to have sex with his whatever 90 something or whatever year, old woman and by the grace of God because some people today must have sex 40 times before the woman will get pregnant yeah, it's not just one touch but for, but for Abraham mysteriously just once the old woman got pregnant I mean you can sit down and google and look at the possibility the age The biological factors is one in never. One in never. Never. And such a man gives birth to a son. Even, even for the woman to even be able to keep the pregnancy. An old woman to be able to keep the pregnancy for nine months. You don't have any idea what it takes to keep a pregnancy. I remember my last pregnancy. Around the seventh month, I went on admission. <laughs> what a pregnancy. We have suffered as we are standing here. Yes. We have suffered. Then when the woman gives birth, you come to him and ask her or him to go and kill the boy. You know, lift your hands 
right now, before we pray our prayer, just lift your hands and pray that you will not do things that make sense only. Jesus. Your walk with God will not be a walk with him in obedience to things that only make sense. Just lift your hands and pray. That is not faith. That is worldly wisdom. You are an unbeliever, actually. You are an unbeliever. Masquerading as a Christian. You are an unbeliever. Pray, pray, pray that your work with God will not be limited to things that make sense. If it makes sense, then I'll come to church. I'm well today, so I'm in church. When I'm not well next week, I won't come to church. A bus came today, so I'm in church. When no bus comes, I'm not in church. Lift your hands and pray that your work with God will not be according to things that make sense. But through faith, oh yes, through faith, by faith, Enoch, by faith, Enoch, you don't read by faith, Methuselah, by faith, Enoch, Shadabosa, Temola, Masata, Renasapele, Lastibioleba, Balanda, Shaka, Lama Simonde, your walk, your walk, your walk, your so we are praying that we will we are praying that we will be submitted thank you to the word of god amen like peter even if it doesn't make sense even if lord i have told here all night and I've caught nothing. But nevertheless, at thy word. At thy word. At thy word. At thy word. Only because of your word. We need Christians who will say, only because of your word. Because you. you have spoken. Because I've read it in the Bible. I can't have sex with this man. I can't. No matter the feeling I have. Hey. Because I've read it in the Bible. I can't leave church and go and follow this person. God bless you. Because I've read it in the Bible. I will join the prayer meeting. Because I have read it in the Bible, I will serve God. I'll be a shepherd. 
because I've read it in the Bible, I will sacrifice this thing for God because of your word. Because of how I feel doesn't come in. Even my secular, natural knowledge and experience doesn't come in. Because it's just natural experience. Peter had it. Wow. That you don't toil all night at a place and then in the morning you go back to the same place. You go to other places. But he said, at thy way, can we have Christians who will obey, who will be found doing things just because the word of God says so. God says it and it settles it. For many of us, it's not like that. We don't even read our Bibles to even know what God is saying. We don't even read the Bible. Many of us here have not read our Bibles every day. Many of us standing here, you've come mm. to church. You've not read your Bible. There's the Bible opening it. You cannot say you are a Christian. Enoch walked with God. He walked with, God. He walked with the word of God. Wow. Walked with the word. Like Peter, his steps were according to the word of God. Those are the, this is the type of Christian we need today. Not church attendant, church goers. You dress in Sunday when you come to, no, no, no. There should be more to your life than just appearing in church. Thank you. In fact, Sunday morning church service should actually be a culmination of a week of working for God, doing things for God. Like you've come to church today and you're red and white. It's after a week of rehearsals, prayer meetings, and so on. Then you are coming with your whatever to come and sing for God. But it shouldn't be that you are wearing red and white for the first time today. You've done nothing for God and you have just come to the church. Mm. No wonder our lives are not different from unbelievers. Wow. Over 90% of us standing here, I will never put my money on your life that you are a Christian. Kai. If when I look at how you have dressed, I cannot believe that you can. I cannot accept that you are a Christian. Your appearance alone. The length of your skirts. Hey. Oh, yes. How your jeans is. Mm. You have dressed in such a way that all your topographical features will show. Keep dialing. Keep dialing. Can you lift up your hands and say to God, the Lord, I'm submitting myself to your word. I'm your word. Lift myself your two hands. to your word, Lord. Your word. Your word. Your word. Repent your word, your word, lift your hands. I'll be different. I'll be different. I'll serve you. I'll be different from my classmates. Look, 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 let me tell you. We are praying that we, we, we will believe in God's word. And act. That's that is the faith. See, faith is not determination. I've told you, faith in God is not like I'm, I'm determined that I'll serve God. I'll determine that I will not fall into. No, faith is just believing in the word. The word. The word. Faith. The the substance of faith. 
It's the word of God. The word. To all the people, including Enoch. Faith separated them. Peter, faith. Hebrews 11 verse 5. Look at it. Faith separated Enoch by faith. Enoch was translated that he should not see death by faith. There's no account of a wakeeping for Enoch. There's no account of a burial service because and he was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony. Wow. A Christian testimony that he pleased God. Hey. He pleased God. Wouldn't you want to have this testimony? Hey. This is far higher than coming to church. By faith. By faith. We are saying the Lord I'll believe in your word more than my feelings. Amen. I'll believe in your word more than my experience as a doctor. Amen. And when your word says something, the number of years I have worked as a doctor doesn't come in. When your word says something, how I feel, whether I feel happy, I feel sad, I feel offended, I feel angry, my feelings do not come in. Mm. This is feelings. Then Peter would have left Jesus Christ a long time. But he said, to whom shall we go? He said, you have the words of eternal life. Peter's being around Jesus was based on the words. The words. Has somebody called you Satan in the church? Mommy, has someone called you Satan in the church? Even when you have not been called Satan, you you, you are polluted. Your mind is not working well. You've listened to people talking. You you talk to everybody who is against the church and the pastors. Wow. And look at you. The next major event is your exit from the church. Help me, Lord. When the people who have been called Satan are around. They are around. Fighting for God. Hey. The words. The words. Mommy, it's the words. The words. You can't be here. We are not here to sing. Singing in the choir is just one thousandth of the. I mean, it's 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 almost unnecessary. It's almost unnecessary. Almost. So you see, pastors. With microphones preaching and living anyhow, thinking that the preaching, the prophetic ministry, and the evangelistic ministry will make up for the for the abysmal absence of the word of God in their day-to-day life. It's not so. Preaching can never replace the Christian life. Your life, your life. Where were you last night? Which man was holding your breast last night? Mm. What were you watching on your phone at 1 a.m. alone in your room? Mm. As a Christian, I'm not coming to dance in the church. The words. The words. Which of the words are you obeying? Your Christian life, which, which, which scriptures are you obeying? You don't read your Bible. So people 
who don't read their Bible and don't know the word of God are able to influence you with their, with their rotten doctrines. Because you yourself, you don't read the Bible. So a devil can tell you that pain of tithe is in the Old Testament. And because you yourself have not read your own Bible, you don't even know what Jesus Christ said, your Savior, what he said about pain of tithe. You don't know it. Because you don't read your Bible. Lift your two hands as we close. We are committing ourselves to the words. Look, without the words of Christ to stabilize you, you will be destroyed. Yeah, because there are devils in the church. There are people who are evil. In fact, they, some of them were even saints before. But now, they have become demon-possessed. Some of them are pastors. Pastors. You don't follow people. You follow the word of God. The humility required of you. The obedience required of you. That's, what, that's how we work with God. Lift your two hands. The words. I thought you were a Christian. I thought you were a believer. What you are doing, which scriptures are you obeying? Give us the verse that supports what you are doing. Give us the verse that supports what you are doing. Give us the verse that supports your behavior. The word. The word. Never be less at thy word. It's not about how I feel. It's not about my experience as a fisherman. It's not about what I've done or I've not done. Your word. Never be less. Pray, open your mouth and pray. Commit yourself to the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, by faith in the word. By faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. Let your hands and just thank God. of a Christian attempts great things for God. Obligation of a Christian attempts great things for God. Obligation of a Christian attempts great things for God. Obligation of a Christian attempts great things for God. Now listen. Obligation of a Christian attempts great things for God. Use all means available to preach the word of God. 
obligation of a Christian, witnessing to everyone, conversion of the nations through the blood of Jesus Christ, yeah, mm-hmm. can't you do just a little bit more can't you go just a little bit further can't you preach just a little bit more can't you give just a little bit more the church must send or it will end so i tell great things for god you need to stand up get up stand up you must fight the fight get up stand up don't give up the fight, yeah. Get up, stand up. You must fight the fight. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight, He came from heaven to earth He fought that devil in the wilderness He fought for the souls of men He came to seek that which was lost He suffered under Pontius Pilate Dying on the cross Hey, his blood was shed for us We need to get up, get up, stand up You must fight the fight Get up, stand up, oh my, don't give up the fight, yeah. Get up, stand up, you must fight the fight, you must fight it. Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight, yeah. For the name of Christ They fought to go on a mission field They fought to win the lost They fought to go on a mission field They fought and died for the lost And now, now it's the fight Hey, fight in the good fight You need to get up, get up, stand up You must fight the fight You must fight it, get up, stand up don't give up the fight, yeah. Get up, stand up. You must fight the fight, you must fight it. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight, yeah.
apostles did what they could do. They went to the ends of the world. Paul went to the Gentile nation, preaching Christ to them. William Carey went to India. Adani Rock Jackson fought for Benma. Sins it up to the whole wild world. Just my cure for Ghana. You need to get up, get up, stand up. You must fight the fight. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Yeah, get up, stand up. You must fight the fight. You must fight it. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Generation, we can't sit around and playing games, preaching God and wasting time, doing business and changing jobs, getting married and baby babies. Now is the time, yeah, I fight to win the loss. You need to get up, get up, stand up. Oh my, you must fight the fight. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Yeah, get up, stand up, get up and stand up. You must fight the fight. You must fight it. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Yeah. Are you ready to get up and stand up for Jesus? Get up, stand up, oh my, don't give up the fight, yeah, get up, stand up, get up, stand up, you must fight the fight, you must fight it, get up, stand up, mm-hmm. don't give up the fight, yeah, can't you do just a little bit more, can't you go just a little bit better can't you preach just a little bit more can't you give just a little bit more 
We are in a fight, yeah, a fight to win the loss. You need to get up, get up, stand up, get up, stand up. You must fight the fight, you must fight it. Get up, stand up, mm-hmm. don't give up the fight, yeah. Get up, stand up, get up, stand up. You must fight the fight, you must fight it. Get up, stand up, get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight, yeah. To the healing of the world Use all means available To preach the word of God Obligation of the Christian Witnessing to everyone Conversion of the nations Through the blood of Jesus Christ You need to get up Get up, stand up Mm-mm. You must fight the fight Get up, get up, stand up, don't give up, don't give up the fight, yeah. Get up, stand up, get up, stand up, you must fight the fight, you need to rise. Get up, stand up, mm, yeah, don't give up the fight, don't give it up, don't give it up, don't give up, Get up, stand up, don't give up, don't give up the fight. I'm rising, build. Get up, stand up. Will you build the church? You must fight the fight. Will you give your all? Get up, stand up, don't give up, don't give up the fight. You must arrive. Get up, stand up, get up and stand up. You must fight the fight. Yeah, get up, stand up.
exchange for his soul if he gave the whole world it will not be worth your soul what shall a man give in exchange for his soul a better hand clap for the Lord. And do a better hand clap for the Lord. Today is a very significant Sunday. And I'm sure you know why. Today we are building the church of God. Hallelujah. In two ways. In two ways. God is expecting your soul. I hope you have your soul. He's also expecting your seed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's expecting your soul. Say your soul. Say my soul. Uh-huh. And my seed. How many of you brought what God is expecting from you? Wow. Alright. But we are at the most fantastic part of the church service this morning. The very best part of the service Where the actual food gets served Hallelujah The actual food gets served We've had starters and various things They've been powerful But at this point This is the best time of the service The actual food gets served And I don't know about you But I am always expectant There's always something in the message That jumps out at me Something that I would never have imagined Never thought of And it just jumps at me and it hits me And this morning I'm happy to announce to you That the word of God is in the house I said the word of God Is in the house Yeah And you and I can be counted among Some of the most privileged this morning Because we have a seasoned man of God To bring the word of God to us I don't know about the level of excitement That you have But if you are excited this morning, you can stand to your feet. I expect you to make some noise. You can clap your hands. You can even jump if you want to. And let's welcome the servant of God to this pulpit. Join me and let's welcome the Bishop Edwin Morgan. You can do better. Got many a good ground, a very 
clap your hands. Keep clapping, keep clapping your hands. Can you add a shout? You may be seated. You can stretch your hand and welcome two people around you with a smile. Tell them they are welcome. Tell him you are very welcome to church today. Very welcome to church today. I know your life will never be the same. Tell the person, I know your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah. And I also want to welcome everyone to our beautiful Cathedral Sunday. And just a little bit more Sunday. Clap your hands for the Lord. I'm very happy you are in church. I'm confident that God is going to touch your life. God is going to bless you. I'm confident that your life will never be the same again. Please turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 13. I want to talk today about little things Matthew chapter number 13 every believer must know how the church we are enjoying is built verse number 30 Matthew 13 sorry 31 31 Matthew 13 verse 31 we are making a few changes to our service structure so that we can end the church service part quite early, possibly around 11. So that between 11 and 12, we can take some 30 minutes and have a very, very powerful addition to our services on Sundays called Lay Schools. And it is my hope and faith that you will be in one of the Lay Schools. A day is going to come we are going to boast not in the cars we have, not in the houses we've built, 
but in the certificates we have as church members. Yes. When somebody proposes to you, you have to ask him, how many certificates do you have? How many certificates do you have? Yes. It's very, very important. And uh, God, I believe, is going to... You, you must love knowledge. Amen. You must love knowledge. So, let's go straight to the word of God. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becometh a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Hallelujah. This short piece of the word of God we've read this morning teaches us how God's house is built. How anything in the kingdom of God is achieved. Now, you see at the end, there's a word there, and I want to point you to it. The greatest. The greatest. The greatest. And then there's also another word, a tree. A tree, not a shrub. Not a herb. Now, the kingdom of God, the church, is into great things. Amen. 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 That is one thing you need to know about. God is into big things. So anybody who works with God very well cannot be small. I don't know how we are working with God now, but the men and women we know in the Bible who worked with God, there's not even one person who is small. They were great people. Very, I mean, when you talk about even money, even money, the scale of wealth they commanded was astounding. I mean, someone like Abraham was so rich that he had his personal army. Yes. That he used to fight the armies of kings. Not vigilante groups. His personal army. Now, I'm saying that if you will take time to work with God properly, 
you will be different. You will be different from your friends. You will be different from your brothers. But the problem with us is that we don't take time to walk with God well. I'll point to you again. It is the greatest among herbs. God's kingdom is the greatest among any earthly kingdom. Anything. Micah chapter 4. Micah chapter 4. That is why I love to welcome people to church. Especially people from small backgrounds. People from small families. Village boys and girls. Little boys and girls. I grew up in a village. I'm a village boy. I like to welcome people with nothing to Jesus. When you come to Jesus, he transforms your nothingness and your littleness to greatness. In the last days, it shall come to pass. Verse 1 of Micah chapter 4. That the mountain, the mountain, not the hill, the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains. And it shall be exalted above the hills and people. I'm happy you are one of the people. And people shall flow. Unto it. So the church is not like other companies and other institutions. The church is not like the University of Ghana. The church is not like Oxford University. The church of God, the kingdom of God, is the greatest. Actually, the Bible positions it well. It said, it is at the top. I wish we had our screens. I would have shown you a map of the world in the 1930s, 1940s, 1920s early 20th century over half of the world was ruled by only one small island over half of the world the world the five continents only one tiny island called the united kingdom great britain actually even a smaller part of the island. It's an island somewhere. They ruled almost the whole world, from India to Africa. They had everything. Today, that country which controlled over half the whole world, it is struggling to even find its feet. Be very, very careful of anything in the world that is big. 
Don't let it confuse you about the bigness of the kingdom of God. Today, as I'm speaking now, they are struggling to even have their own independence. (laughs) A country that ruled the world. Just after a few decades, it cannot even have its own independence. Confusion. You won't believe it. You won't believe it that it's happening. It's like a movie. So, I don't know how old you are, but we've, some of us old men, have seen a few big things in our country which today cannot be found. Big, big things. From anything to everything. Big. Today you can't find them. Be very, very careful when you are being tempted to look down on the church because you saw a big business. You find people who are in the church, they get a job, they are employed in some multinational English word salad company. Then because of that job they have, my mind has just gone to one of the largest gold companies in the world. It was in Ghana here. Today we can't find it on the map. Gold. Don't be confused. You have just entered the best place of your life. But because it's not air conditioned, because there is dust everywhere, you may think that your office, which has got borrowed curtains, is nicer and a better place than the church. Your office. It shall come to pass. I want to show you today in a few sentences how the greatness of God's kingdom is achieved. How a great church is built. How a great kingdom. He said, and it shall, it said, and it is the greatest of all trees, of all herbs, greatest, greatest. Matthew chapter thirteen, greatest, and it becometh a tree. How many of you want to enjoy a great church, a big church? So, so, so. The, the lesson, another lesson I want to share with you is that when you are in the church, in the church expect the church to be big. Wow. Expect whatever you are doing to be the greatest. Amen. There's nothing wrong with it. Expect your basenta to be the biggest and the greatest. Amen. Expect your choir to be the greatest and the biggest. Amen. Don't be in a church. Never like, like leave that church. Any church that doesn't grow, leave it. Any, any, anything, not just any church, anything about a church that is stagnant must be, must be escaped. It's evil. Escape it. A choir which doesn't grow. 
a follow-up team which doesn't grow. Dancing stars who don't grow. A congregation which doesn't grow. Ashes whose numbers don't grow. Because the Bible says that the kingdom of God eventually becomes the greatest among herbs and it becomes a tree. Now, how do we build a big church? How? How did we build this building? And we are still building, as you can see. It's an uncompleted. How are we building the office block? Already, we've not even finished it, but the spaces are finished. Yeah. So we are going to be using canopies. A lot of canopies in the church to run the church. Because there's no space. But it's okay. There are some churches which are meeting under trees. There are churches in China. There are underground churches. One brother went, attended one of such services. He said he he almost vomited. The basement of a church. He said he couldn't breathe. Everybody was sweating. Place was smelling. But they were there, praising God, praying. Sharing scriptures. When I say sharing, I mean they share. Yours is Exodus. Yours is uh, Corinthians. Yours is Mark. Yeah, because you can't be seen with a Bible anywhere. Yes. So, you, so, you, so yours is you chew it and you come and share. Yeah. And the place was hot, smelly, but they were happy Christians. So if you are blessed, you have a place with air. And tiles. You can clap your hands. It may not mean much to you that you are sitting on a plastic chair. But some people don't have even a chair to sit on. So, let's end the service. I want to tell you how big things happen. Like our church. It's a very, very big church. Not this church as in our church will you be here. This is a small church. But I'm talking about the United Denominations, what is called Lighthouse. It's a very, very big church. There is nothing that was started in Ghana since Ghana became independent. There is nothing that was started in Ghana that has gone international. Apart from the Church of Pentecost. Like our church, Lighthouse. There's nothing. No company, no bank, no farm, no school, nothing. That began in Ghana. Apart from the church, which once again is a church. Interestingly, it's a church. I've not even thought about it. It's a church. So it is in your interest to join your life to the church. Your little life. Like when you go to school, you go to WAS, you go to SHS, JHS and so on. Let a a little bit of your life be joined to the church. Because the church is growing and going and glowing.
a very big church. There's nothing like that in this country. It is interesting that it is in the Republic of Benin. Benin Republic. That our pastor, our founder, was honored as an international icon. Yeah. He received presidential medals. This is in Benin. Because a prophet will never be liked in his own country. Yeah. They will honor sexy dancers. They will honor thieves. They will honor any type of thing except the people who are really internationalizing the country. But that is the nature of the world anyway. So don't be upset. How did we come by churches in over 90 countries? How did we get a church of over 3,000 branches? When you travel around Ghana, apart from the Church of Pentecost, it's only lighthouse you see. In villages and corners. One international chief executive, very one of the biggest. wealthiest man in the world. He was in Central African Republic. Somewhere, Bangui area there. And as he was driving, he saw a lighthouse signboard. He stopped. And he asked that, is this the Ghana lighthouse or is another lighthouse? And he said, it is the Ghana lighthouse. He didn't say anything. The next conference he organized, an international conference, there were only three speakers. Only three speakers. That is why also, when you are in a place, try to have, you see, don't, don't be limited by the bushness around you. Yeah. You can be in a place where the people there are are, are not very enlightened. Yes. You must not allow yourself to be limited by the non-enlightened minds around you. If you are a Ghanaian and every Ghanaian is not bright. Ghanaians are not bright enough to see things. You should believe God to rise above it and become somebody with a bright... You can, as a child of God. Yes. He organized an international conference and there were only three speakers. One was, at a point in time, the wealthiest man, the, the owner of Tata. Tata, India, Tata, T-A-T-A, which is all over the world. Yes, the owner of Tata was one of the speakers. 
the second one was the chief executive officer of Daimler-Benz in Germany. Tata Daimler-Benz, the overall of Benz, Daimler-Benz. And then the third was Bishop Dagwood Mills. did we get to Central African Republic? How did we become what we have? Now, the answer is here. And I'm ending on this note. The kingdom will never become the greatest. Will never become a tree. If those of us in the kingdom don't have a mind I'm going to talk about. And that mind is in verse 31. It said, for the kingdom of heaven is like unto a grain of mustard seed. A little. If I say, which is, which is the least. If you go to verse 32, you will see it right there. It's that which indeed is the least. For us to see great things in the church. For us to see buildings. For us to see a church of 5,000 members. We need to have this attitude. What is the attitude? What is the attitude? We must respect little things. Little things. The kingdom of heaven, verse 31, is like a grain, a little thing, a little seed, which a man took. The man did not sweep it away. The man took it. That is the reason why A lot of churches are small. That's the reason why choirs don't grow. That's the reason why a lot of things in the kingdom don't don't look impressive. Because people do not contribute their little. God doesn't need much from you. God doesn't need much from you. But there is something about the, 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 the... The people in the kingdom. I guess that is the reason why he said a man took it. Not men. Because most people in the kingdom will never contribute their little. Most people in the kingdom will never give the little they can give. Even if they will give it, they will give it in a way that is very painful to the receiver. Very painful to the receiver. But a church becomes big when everybody decides that I will, I will, I will give my little. Yes, everybody has a little. 
Everybody has a little. Everybody has a little. You have got something you can give. But the problem we have is that people will never give their little. So you always find only a few people giving their little. But you see, that man... <laughs> who took that little seed and planted that seed eventually becomes the owner of that tree. Whoa. Yes. There is nobody who can get up and say that that tree is my tree except the man who put the seed in the ground. Yeah, so a lot of the things we feel we are doing for the church eventually become things that we ourselves benefit from. We benefit from. So you will see that as we are in the church, there are people, even in this little church we have here, there are people who will never benefit from the church we have here. No matter how big it it is, there are people here who will never benefit or will benefit just because of their association with somebody who is benefiting. There are, there, there, are, there are people in this church, in this service, who will never get a wife from this church. No matter how many thousand free girls are available. Yeah, because, because, because they were not involved in the building of the church, so they have no right. The Bible talks about a right, a memorial, and a portion. So we'll be here, and you see people bringing girls from apostolic church. You see, I have brought a girl from Pentecost. And they begin a life of self-imposed chaos. Yes. Self-imposed chaos. I'm saying that, I'm saying that you may think that you are doing something for God, but you will discover ultimately that you are doing that something for yourself. I said, that, that tree you are seeing there, that tree, which is the greatest, that tree, Somebody's name is on it. Somebody has a right to stand under the tree. Somebody has a right to pluck a fruit. Somebody has a right. And you see, you see that is what Nehemiah told those guys. He said, you, you have no portion. You have no portion. I know a pastor with about one, two, three, four. Four households in his house. From this church, this little classroom church we have here, there's, a, there's somebody with four households in his house from the church. And there are people in this church who are looking for someone to carry their baby, but they cannot find it. Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing we are doing for God 
we may say that we are building for God or we are serving God or we are doing something for God. But I want to tell you that eventually you will discover that you were actually doing it for your own self. If I want a house help today, ah, they are even raising their hands already. If I want a driver to drive my second hand car, even women want to drive for me. Why? Why? Why are they raising their hands? Why? Because they know me that I have built, I have done something, so I have a right. You two come and stand here and say, you need a beloved. Okay, okay, okay. I want a beloved to marry next week. Next week, next week. Even men are coming. <laughs> There's a brother, I saw him sitting there. He's confused. Yesterday, he, he's got three ladies who like him. And he doesn't know which one to choose. And and there's a brother also in this set who wants a woman to marry but he cannot get you may think I'm telling stories but I'm telling you that the the, the tree those who plant the tree have a right to plant from the tree have a right to sit under the tree have a right to say that that tree there is mine All what God is doing is that He's giving us an opportunity to be blessed. An opportunity to, to, to have. We have needs. We need wives. We need husbands. We need jobs. We need children. We need families. And everything, everything you need can be found in the church. But they will only, they will only offer themselves to those who have been seen to be planting the little things they must plant in the church. I just hear in the spirit that there's a lady in this church. I just, when I was standing here, I heard it. But when I moved, I felt I should say it. What I'm talking about will never affect you. Even though you have not helped to build the church. Keep attending church and enjoying the church. But your children will suffer. I heard it here. And I came to stand here. Your children will suffer. I pronounce it. Because you've had many opportunities. Yeah. I, I, I get calls from people about the things they are doing in their offices. I'm traveling here. My, my boss has sent me here. I'm going, I'm going to this side. And when I look at the, the movements, movements, I ask myself, can this guy not do something small for the church? No. No, 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 no. Just something small. But we are prepared to die. Literally die.
die for political parties die for banks die for businesses die for schools that when we come to church it's like we are we are we, we've got poliomyelitis but when we build a church ha God is a great God look me a lady told me and I never thought about it. She said, for many years, she would tell her mother, if her mother would grow wild on her, that she should get up and go to church. And her mother just bothered her for a very long time. So later, she just said, she would go. So she would dress up, wear a nice dress, floral dress, sit in her car, and just be driving in town. She would drive her and then come home. She, she said, she was, she said, the church doors were open, but she was never able to enter a church. So, so, that is how I know that something can be very abundant, but you can never enjoy it. You are there, it's around you. Others are enjoying it, but you cannot enjoy because you have no portion, you have no right, and you have no memorial because you never joined in the building of that thing. And for some of us, read your Bible carefully. A lot of things people did, it was their children who came to suffer. Please sit down so Sunday mornings, you don't stand. You can stand on Friday all night or something. Bless God for the man who took the seed. Bless God for the people who will take the little thing, who will take the one soul, just one person. One person. Last week he said, we are bringing one person to church. So, when a pastor becomes very experienced, he doesn't even... Remain on WhatsApp pages. I had many ones. He said, well, those things, the things people say, they write, oh, it's all rubbish. He rather wants to engage people directly and get them to do what they have to do and not listen to people's comments on pages and what he said, oh, well noted, and thanks and all those things. Listen, today, today, listen, listen, listen. Today, I want to tell you, you see, there is a chapter in this book, He That Hath, that I want to, you see, Bishop talks um, extensively about little things. Little things. And before he, he, he mentions the things, he says, little things make a big difference. He that hath respects this reality that little things do make a big difference. At a certain level, Big things do not make a big difference. It is the little things that change everything. He that hath has learned to respect little things. And these little things have made a big difference in his life. I want to send you from here today. That go home, go back to your office, go back to your life and ask yourself, 
what are the little things I can do that will make a big difference to my life? Yeah. Little things. The word of God is replete with examples of little things that make a big difference. Today is a little bit more Sunday. A little bit more. If you can stay awake a little bit. If you can open your eyes a little bit. If you can write a little note, a little sentence, a little verse, a little thing. Just is, it is those little things that make a big difference. So many people are surprised. I have had personally people coming to me to express their surprise at even certain ladies who are married. That they don't expect a certain girl to be married. They rather expected a certain person to be married. And then even those who are married, they are surprised. One brother said, if this girl has this husband, I cannot understand why she is permanently unhappy. Permanently unhappy. But people look for little things, uh, big things. The big things in life. Yes, the makeup. The wig. One wife. I saw her somewhere. With her baby. I can't see her now. But she was standing there with her baby. She came to me a few days ago. I'm, and I'm saying it, I'm sure she can hear me. She said her husband is angry with her. Her husband has gone out for three days. She hasn't come. And she doesn't know what. Uh, uh, why? I said, your husband is troublesome. Say yes. Talks to me anyhow. I'm trying to look for her. But I'm sure she's smiling. She's listening to me. She said that the husband came home and she doesn't have any house help because she, she, she herself is a wicked woman who will not help to build the church. So, in their house, the whole place was overgrown. So she was weeding the house. Ah, where is this girl? I'm still looking. She was weeding the house with her baby on her back. And then she got tired. So she went into the house and the husband came. When the husband came home, she called the husband, said, Then he took the husband with a cutlass and said, You know, this from here to all this side, weed all of this. the husband telling you, she herself uh, where are you? Alice or she's with the children's church she, she showed the husband all the side the husband took the cutlass put it down sat in the car and drove away 
I told her, you, 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 don't, you don't do that. Your husband has come. You have no, you give her water. I've seen her. I've seen her. I've seen her. I've seen her. I, I was looking far. I'm not sure she's, she's close to me. I've seen her. You've not given him water. You have not taken his coat. You have no whatever. It's a big, Stand there. Can you see this area? No, no, not this side. From here, all here. Get the camera and weed all of this place. How? But you should see her hair even right now. The hair. The curls in the hair. Has he come back, by the way? Has he come back? (laughs) Foolish girl. Little things. You think your husband will love you because of your curly hair and your and your and your and your and your. <clears throat> sorry, we are in church. I just remembered we are in church. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Forgive me. Tell your neighbor little things. Say little. Tell her. Let tell hey. Tell her little. You don't command your husband to go and weed. Is it right, mommy? I cannot wait to end the service. I want to know whether he has come back home. Listen. I I am speaking a blessing upon all those who respect little things. Yes, little things in the church. Little things. That's why as a pastor, we've not built this church with uh, people's donation of 100,000, uh, 500 million. No, it's the little things. The 10 CDs, 15 CDs, 20 CDs, offering 1,000, 5,000. But that's what we have used to build the church. I, I don't have anybody who will give me $100,000. I don't have some. I've not even seen some in the church. The people who can give me that money, I don't even know where they are. So as a pastor, if I want to build a great thing for God, I must respect people's little. 20 cities. We don't know everything. As we are building, we hear a few things. We hear, yeah. Little things. Because everybody's three cities, everybody's three cities will, 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 do, will do a lot. I don't, I, I don't have access to $100,000. I don't have access to a million cities. I don't have it. But I'm happy that the kingdom of God, that is how come we are here. This big service you are looking at is made up of small, small basentes, small, small, eight, seven, six, eight, eleven, six, seven, eight, five, eight, three, eight. But blessed are those who were prepared to bring their five, to put six on a bus, to put eight on a bus, to put fifteen on a bus. God bless you. You may never get forty. You may never get one hundred. But blessed are the center leaders who will still bring their little. I like it. 
Caroline, don't look down on your letter. Don't look down. I like it. Like, it may not even mean much to you. you see, sometimes the people who are bringing the letter, it doesn't even look much to them. It doesn't look impressive to them. God bless you, Echoes. God bless you. You are just three members or four members. Today, look at them. Didn't you? Little things will grow. Look, if you have got five CDs, that is all you can give on Cathedral Sunday. Bring it now. I need it. God bless you. I need it. God bless you. Don't hide your voice. What's your name, my dear? Doreen. Doreen. Do you sing? I've not seen you singing the leaves there. She sings well. It was your first time. Oh, Nana Sewa, God bless you. It's still growing. This is your first time. And you managed to get white skirt and red blouse. God bless you. Don't hide your voice. Your, your voice, I like it. Yes. When I see you singing with your curls, I like it. You may not sing like Ida, you may not even sing like me. Don't worry. One day you will sing like me. But come and sing. I like it. I like it. Little things. Why? Why? Because Reverend Michael, who can give us $200,000, is not bringing the money. So what should I do? Should I sit down and wait for him and he will never bring it? I won't wait for him. I'd rather take your 20 Ghana, 15 Ghana, 6 Ghana, 12 Ghana, 40 Ghana, and believe God. I'm preaching. I believe God. And most of the time, the little things, that's what happened. When Jesus Christ was asking for how to feed the 5,000, the guy who brought the bread, he himself said, what is this? I said, the guy, Philip, who brought the boy, he said, what is this? This is the boy, some five loads, but this one cried. But Jesus Christ said, bring it to me. Bring it to me. The kingdom of God. So he took it. I'm preaching. He lifted it up and gave thanks. I thank God for those who are bringing 10 Ghana cities today. I thank God for those who are bringing 100 cities today. I thank God for the man who is bringing 10,000 cities today. But how many will give me 10,000? I may not get even 40. But I like that 50 Ghana, 100 Ghana, plenty of it will help me to build what I must build for God. The kingdom. A little seed. That's how we have what we have here. Which has, we have not even finished building the church building. Already, it has become a tourist attraction. People have meetings in their churches with the pictures of our church. Because the pastor did not... Oh, yes, but I also suck. But I suck with the mind that I'll bring you back one day. <laughs> yes. 
if you are a center leader, you fool and see. I will sack you yesterday. What a good bishop. <laughs> yes. But I love all those who bring five, who bring three, who bring fifteen. It says the fifteen and ten and eight and five and eleven. That has given us the mammoths we have here. May you go home respecting your little. May you go home valuing the little. Even when they finish eating, Jesus said, take sacks and go round and collect every little cramp that is lying down. I like it. The man who could feed 5,000. It's possible you don't have a car today because you don't respect little amounts of money. I finished preaching. It is possible that by this time of your life, you should have at least bought land and had a foundation. But you are waiting for 100,000 cities first. But blessed are those who use 10 Ghana, 100 Ghana, 500 Ghana. They get 1,000, they keep it. They get 1,005, they keep it. They get 2,000, they keep it. They get 80 Ghana, they keep it. They buy blocks, they buy cement, they buy sand, they buy a little, 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 little. One of the dancing stars, one of the dancing stars, she, 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 she sent me a text that she has begun her house. I said, maybe today I'll take her to see the house. Yes, one of the girls dancing, she's building a house. A dancer. Ah, no, no, she's not with this group. She's with the Saturday night group in First Love. But she's from here. A dancer. She's built. I cannot wait to drive her to that center. She's not working in the bank. She's not, not she's, I don't even think she's, I think she must even be in school. And you are earning $40,000 a month. You cannot build a bungalow, bungalow. When you come to church, watch us very carefully. You will discover that we are not doing things with big things. It's the little things. The little basenta. The little shepherd. The little teaching. The little time we have to teach you lay school. Little. That's how Bishop has built churches in over 90 countries. He took little boy. I was a student. I was a student. When he sent me to pastor my first church. My first church. I pastored. I was a student. I wasn't a doctor. I was a student. I was a student. But there are pastors today waiting for men of God. Dr. Samuel Raphaelson Kotokontos. But I thank God. For me, I like the students. If you are a student, I like you. With or without money, we can build together. Yes, I said we can build together. Everybody, I'm not expecting much from you. The little you can give. The little of your time. A little prayer. Yes, we are going to start having basenta and center leaders prayer meetings here on Saturday mornings. Yes. Yes. Saturday mornings. We are, we are stopping heaven will answer. Oh yes, there's no heaven will answer. Maybe some once a month or something. No more heaven will answer. 
Yeah, we will be here Saturday morning. Shepherds, basentes, and whatever. We are come to pray. Just our little prayer, my own, your own, her own, his own, together, will give us a better Sunday morning church service and a better outcome for, our, for the work we do. That is what we are going to do. That's that. I'm announcing it. Say, fine, fine. Somebody can bless you with $10,000. It's very possible, but don't look forward to that one. Expect 100 cities, 50 Ghana. And may God give you wisdom in your beard to know what to do with 100 Ghana cities. May you do great things. May you achieve great things. One, one, one pastor saw Bishop and asked, so are these the people you are using to build the church? Say yes. Really? These boys? Say yes. <laughs> these are the boys. First love is even worse. Last two weeks, there were 12,000. Who are the people being used? Not men and women like you and I. Our, our children, our children, they are the pastors there. Little boys and girls, LP this 18 years, pastor this 19 years, whatever. My son, my son is a pastor in first love. He's only 20 years old. Children are building a church of 12,000. Grown-ups cannot. But today, you are going to be a respecter of little things. Little things. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands and ask the Lord to touch your heart to give your letter. To give your letter. Thank you. A letter. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we are grateful. We will keep pressing. We will keep pressing. Lift your hands and talk to God. Lord, you are not expecting big things from me. Just a letter. A little seed. But blessed are those who take it and plant it. Blessed are those who take it and plant it. Blessed are those who take it and plant it. Blessed are those who take it and plant it. Makato kala mashola bakota rakasa bayado ba jebeleka jebeleka yamakota shebakeleka sambrako kapele sambrako kapele zatila ba If only you can put into the soil your little one day you will have a tree you will have a tree you can point to and say this one i planted it this one i planted it but your wickedness that the master told the guy with one talent wicked a lot of people are wicked only when it is convenient for them will you find them doing something father we thank you we ask you to continue 
Every head bowed and every eye closed. I want to pray for anyone here today who is not born again. If you are not born again, you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, as your Lord, your personal Savior. I want to pray for you. 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 I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Wherever you are, just lift your hand. You want to be born again today. Lift your hand high. Father, I thank you. Lift it high above your head. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Lift it high. Lift it high. If your hand is lifted up, come to me in front here. We'll pray for you. to Jesus. your life to Jesus. Come. There's still room for you. Your place is here. Your place is here. Come. Your place is here. Your place is here. invite someone here who is born again but you want to dedicate your life to Jesus you've backslidden but you want to come back to Jesus you want to dedicate your life to Jesus come I want to pray for you also sin has taken you far but you want to come back to Jesus prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. 
I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I've gone far from you. I've gone far. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. Today, today I declare. I declare. I am born again. I am born again. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You see our pastors there? They are waving their hands. Yes. Please go to them. The one waving his hands. Please go to them. Please go to them. Clap your hands and appreciate them. Let's bow our heads and receive the communion. Father, we pray that you bless this communion. As we take it, may it bring healing like the testimony we heard today. Let it bring healing to us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Brothers, sisters, we are one and all receive the bread. Those here, do you have your bread? At the back here. Do you have your bread? You don't have your bread. Okay. Alright. Alright. Lift up your bread. Today, the communion you are about to eat will bring healing to your life. Amen. Specifically, healing of the mind. Amen. Somebody here is confused. Not confused as in you don't know whether to choose between three or four. Your your confusion is, is, is almost becoming a mental problem. You can't think properly. But this bread and this wine will do a work in you. Yes. The problem I've just described it's a demonic problem. Thank you. You can't think properly. Almost becoming. In fact, sometimes you even pass out. Mm. Lift your breath. And say, this is for my healing. This is for my healing. Whatever is wrong in me. Whatever is wrong in me. Whatever is wrong in my body. Whatever is wrong in my body. This meal, this meal, this bread, this bread, correct it, correct it in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Let's eat it.
It's your healing. Amen. Lift your cup. Say the blood. The blood. It gives me power. It gives me power. It gives me life. It gives me life. Say as I drink it. As I drink it. I receive new life. I receive new life. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Lift your hands and just thank God. Thank you, Jesus. And pray yourself. Whatever you want God to do for you. Your child. Your business. Pray. You've eaten something that is different from kinky and fish. It's even different from bread and fanta. It is called a miracle meal. It's a miracle meal. And I'm blessing the prayer you are praying right now. I speak a blessing over it. Oh yes. I speak a blessing over it. If you brought your cathedral Sunday envelope, take it in your hand and pray. Yes. That money is not a donation. It's not a donation. It's a spiritual sacrifice. It's the same as those who brought lambs and rams and pigeons and cows. Pray for healing of your finances. That God will visit your home. Ask him for mercy. Pray for healing. Anything you want to believe God for, believe God for. I normally like to obey the things God tells me and it has taken me very far so I'm obeying him he says I should tell someone here who is married a woman I heard it here but if you are not married you can take this counsel also don't trivialize the little things done for you. Touch your eyes and ask God to help you to see. Help me. To see. To see. Even little things as great things. In your relationship with your mother, your father, your wife, your husband, your child. It's actually demonic not to notice little things because not many people have the chance to see big things. In fact, the big things come to you when you appreciate the little. Touch your eyes and pray. Spiritually, you are touching your spiritual eyes. Father, we pray with thank you. We thank you.